0: hey tim hey cody you remember what we've learned over the past 10 weeks not a bit (laughs) all right well let's review with ruth all right let's do it
1: you ever feel lost reading god's word too much ground to cover do you lack confidence when reading are you just unsure about god's plan for us join tim and cody as they map out God's word and try to understand some of the difficult passages so many believers today skip over or simply ignore. You're listening to the Uncharted Scriptures.
0: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Uncharted Scriptures. Today we are talking about Ruth, um, a very shallow brief overview of Ruth right Tim
1: well it's a pretty short book it's two pages long so yeah it is a shallow brief interview overview interview 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 with Ruth um no yeah it's gonna be a brief overview of the book but it is a shorter book so it kind of works so
0: yeah so we were kind of looking at it and we couldn't find that that verse that kind of jumped out and uh, caught our eyes but we did find a few verses that tied in with a lot of the past scriptures that we've gone through
1: Yeah, it does does kind of sum up a lot of the themes of the Bible um, especially with Judah and Tamar um, starting at the beginning with Genesis um, if you remember that episode it links to Matthew in the, um, what is it called? Genealogy.
0: But if you didn't remember, like Tim, prepare yes, to, to relearn today and go over everything. And yeah.
1: Yeah, it'll be really fun. So let's jump in. So, you wanna... <laughs> so Cody, do you want to summarize the Book of Ruth in three words?
0: summarize the book of Ruth in three words. Uh, My three words would be... Okay, so the first word, actually, I'm going to use two words for the first one. Sorry, you just have to deal with that because
1: I think it it can
0: go two ways. Um, But one is loyalty or faithfulness. Um, And that really has to do with um, Ruth and Naomi having their faith in God.
1: Faithful loyalty. Uh, okay. Yep.
0: <clears throat> yep. Um my second one would have to be family. So um there's a lot to do with that in this book. Yep. Um and then my third one would have to be oh man. I would almost have to use mm... Okay, let me let me change my words. The first one's going to be faithfulness, the second one's going to be family, and I actually the third one or the first one's going to be loyalty, second family, the third one's going to be faithfulness. Um from God, or I can use redeemer there as a third one. Let's do that. Good, okay, yeah, well, that's yeah, good. One. Let's do redeemer. That's that's an even better one. Um because it's maybe a short book but God shows up in a big way. So
1: well it's also it's a theologically pretty deep book, yeah. um especially since Ruth is a foreigner, right yes yep. Yep. But she's she's so, grafted in,
0: yeah, but she's grafted in um as we talked about when we talked through Genesis and the genealogy, um, she's actually mentioned looked down upon uh, yeah, she's actually looked down upon though, um as far as in the beginning of Ruth. Um, you know, she's a Moabite, um, yep. and yeah, well, see, is so he, do you want what? What is, is she more? No,
1: no. Is she directly mentioned in Matthew, or is she implied? No, she's directly mentioned, yes, yeah. yes,
0: she's it, it. was, um, there's four of them. Do you remember? Oh. Uh, Oh, hang on. If if you're a listener right now, pause this and try to name the four women mentioned in the genealogy.
1: Ruth. And Matthew. Tamar. But
0: anyways, let's go. This is a test for you right yeah, here. It Tim. is.
1: Ruth and Tamar. Alright. There's one that's not mentioned by name. Okay, it's Ruth, Tamar, um, Joshua, Joshua, Rahab. Yeah, yeah. And Bathsheba. is the yes. one that isn't explicitly mentioned. But um she's implied, uh, I think, right? Uh yes. Through her kid, maybe? Isn't her kid mentioned? Yes. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So there you go. Those are the four.
0: Good job. I was actually, I was wondering if you'd get it.
1: I didn't think I was, I didn't think I was going to remember Rahab's name, honestly. But, yeah, Rahab. And what we did notice is, other than Bathsheba, which that might be, is Bathsheba a foreigner? I don't think she was. Uh, no. No, and that might be the reason why she's not explicitly mentioned, because... Well, the reason yeah. why she isn't explicitly mentioned might be because the Bible is trying to make a point here with the foreign wives. Um,
0: yes, yeah, so as we talked about before, bringing those, you know, outsiders in and grafting them into the lineage. Yep.
1: That's so let's let's jump into um, the story then. So, what is the story of Ruth's An uh, overview.
0: Okay. So it comes out right after judges right so yeah. there's still this They're there's still, still in the period of for yes yes um there's still this longing for a king right we're still in that area um yep. so you can just kind of see where the people of israel where their minds at um and there's um a group of people in here the moabites which is where um ruth is from and <clears throat> sorry um that plays a part in it too, because the Moabites were looked down from the Israelite people. Uh there's a famine in the land, which actually ends up um killing Naomi's husband at the time. Um Naomi and her husband. Um I forget his name. It starts with an E. It's a really it's a really unique name, that's for sure. Yeah, it's Alamelech. Ooh. I, I think I think I pronounced that one. Maybe. <laughs> All right. All right. So we'll back up a little bit. So Naomi and Elamelik have two sons. Um and their two sons marry two local Moabite girls, Ruth and Orpah. And, Orpah. and there's a famine in the land. Yeah. It's like Oprah, but... say that right. Yeah. Oprah. Yeah, it, but it's
1: Oprah. almost Oprah, but not quite.
0: Yeah. So there's a famine in the land. Kills Elemec and the two sons. So everybody's just kind of widowed right here. Kind of sets up the scene for it. And then Ruth gets a job out in barley fields. Basically, this is a shallow overview. She gets a job out in the barley fields. She's working in the fields. And she meets a very uh, rich and wealthy man. Um, An actual relative of Elemec. Um. And they kind of hatch this plan to kind of get Ruth or Boaz to marry Ruth and bring them into the family, um, which ties into another verse that we looked over here soon, and that plays an important part. We'll talk uh-huh. about that later. Um. And yeah, actually, do we want to stop there and, and talk, yes, about we'll talk
1: about it? Yeah, talk about it.
0: I thought this was a throwback and forth thing. Okay, well <laughs> so, I don't Deuteronomy... remember this verse though. You're doing a great okay, job so explaining. This, yeah, all right. No, I like it. So, um, so Ruth here hatches the plan to marry with Boaz, and that ties into a bigger picture of what God is doing in this chapter of the book and in its grand plan
1: mm-hmm.
0: um it ties into a verse that we read earlier and i don't know if it's his exact verse but it's in the ballpark and we definitely hit it over and over again throughout the weeks um is deuteronomy 25 5 um and that is If brothers are living together and one of them dies without a son, his widow must not marry outside the family. Her husband's brother shall take her and marry her. We
1: did talk about that verse a lot. That's really interesting that the Bible has that as a repetitive theme. Yes. That's fascinating. I'm now just realizing how interesting that is. Anyways, go on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... I don't want to jump the gun, but that ties into a bigger plan that God has through this story. So yep. um, which which is good to mention here is and I have to mention it because my wife uses this a lot. Um, Ruth is not a love story necessarily. It is <laughs> it's not just yeah, it's not just a love story. Um, maybe God's love for us, but <laughs> um, it's not just a simple love story. So It definitely isn't. And
1: it's also interesting because um, Ruth is a foreigner and she had foreign gods, but because of her um, loyalty to Naomi, she actually ended up saying, your God will be my God. And she ended up Devoting to her, am I right on that? I am doing that off the top of my head.
0: Say that So again.
1: Naomi, Ruth is extremely loyal to Naomi, and Ruth had yes. other gods before joining Naomi because Ruth was a foreigner.
0: Yes, yeah, so you have to remember she was a, a Moabite, so she did. Yep. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of growth through Ruth in the story because
1: well. of Ruth. Loyalty to Naomi, though she ends up adopting Naomi's God, which is the one true God. Correct. Yes. Yep.
0: Yep. Yep. Do you want
1: me to continue? Yes, please do.
0: All right, and I'll dive deeper, audience, um, into this book a little bit um, in certain sparse dur- certain parts during this episode. Um, but if you want me to get a real deep overview of Ruth, uh, Tim, or I, we might have to just take the time to come up with an episode for that. it would be fun. Um, But we really want to, we really want to hit on the genealogy a little bit more of this episode. So, uh, Naomi has a plan to have Ruth and Boaz tie the knot. Um, And one day when they're out on the threshing floor, Naomi basically says to Ruth, just listen to me, follow my plan. He's going to take you in, that sort of thing. And basically, she gets all, you know, all dialed up. She, let's see, starting in chapter three, verse three, you know, she um, washes up, she puts on perfume, she gets dressed in her best clothes, which for these two isn't all that great. She gets her best clothes on, um, or it's implied that it's not all that great because people are going through a tough time. Um, but she goes on the threshing floor and she basically waits for him to um lie down you know after a day of or after a time of eating and drinking so this is a man who's in very good spirits right now he's got a a full stomach he's got a belly full of wine um that whole that whole bit um and she went over to him and she basically didn't lie down like right next to him but kind of at the end of him at his feet um and she basically, she tried to, uh, I'm looking for the word, she tried to sort of woo him in a way. So he asked, who are you? And she says, I am your servant, Ruth. Um, she says, spread the corner of your garment over me, and since you are the guardian redeemer of our family. And he replies, he says, the Lord bless you, daughter. He replied, this kindness is greater than that which you showed earlier, you have not um, run after the younger men, whether rich or poor. And now, my daughter, don't be afraid. I will do for you all you ask. All the people of my town uh, know that you are a woman of noble character. Although it is true that I am the uh, guardian redeemer of our family, there is another who is more closely related than I. Stay here for the night, and in the morning, if he wants to do his duty as your guardian redeemer, good. Let him redeem you. But if he is not willing, as surely as the Lord lives, I will do it. Lie here until the morning. Um, so they go through all that business that he just Mm -hmm. said, and basically to end it out, Boaz ends up marrying Ruth and she is now a part of Israel. And this, of course, we know is the genealogy of Mm -hmm. Jesus comes from this line of people.
1: Very good. Very good, Cody.
0: That's a very shallow, like, I almost feel like I'm not doing it justice, so I think I'm going to come out with a short episode, like, hammering out each great point in the chapter audience, so don't worry, I will do that for you. But, that is a very shallow overview, so what do you got I just found a
1: really good short summary on Ruth. Could I read it word for word?
0: Do you want to read it word for word?
1: Emphasize and to tie together everything you just said, I think it would be really good. I'm going to do it. It's like a little introduction at the beginning of, like, ESV. It's from the ESV book. Since I'm reading it word for word, I'm going to have to um, give it props. It is the ESV Bible, English Standard Version, Journaling Bible by Crossway. And they have little introductions written. Um, Yep. Wheaton, Illinois, Crossway Publishing. Yep, so this is not my content, this is theirs. But, the book of Ruth tells of a young Moabite widow, who out of love for her widowed Israelite mother-in-law abandoned her own culture, declaring your people shall be my people and your God my God. Though she was a destitute and needing to rely on the kindness of others, Ruth's disposition and character captured the attention of Boaz, a close relative of her her deceased husband. Boaz fulfilled the role of kinsman-redeemer and took Ruth as his wife. Ruth serves as a wonderful example of God's providential care of his people and of his willingness to accept Gentiles who seek him. Ruth was an ancestor of Christ. The author is unknown, but the genealogy at the end suggests that it was written during or after the time of David. Pretty good. I would say,
0: no, that is pretty good. In a in nutshell. nutshell,
1: even shorter than yours, and even more credible. because there's no. So you can say even even better because well they,
0: those are those are authors that write great. that. <laughs> I'm just the guy. Good point.
1: No, I liked yours. <laughs> it was it was a more. It had more information in it. I think, but um, that hits on. A lot of good points that we're going to talk about. So we're going to move on from talking about the Book of Ruth, and I think we're going to move on now into discussing how this connects to the rest of the book to us, making it more relevant and connecting on the. Ready for that coding? Are you excited to explore I this? Am. Okay, the so first got. part that I thought was super interesting, um, that this. Intro said, but just the book itself was um, Boaz, and you already touched it actually. And I want to, I'm going back to it. What you said earlier, we already talked about it. We're going to talk about Mm -hmm. it again because it's awesome. Boaz filled the role of kinsman redeemer and took Ruth of his wife. That does point back to that verse in Deuteronomy. It also points back to Genesis because Judah, his job. Was to be um, the per person who took care of him, of her. Well, he, it was a little bit different. Yes. He was the father who was supposed to give his son to take yes. care of her. But he didn't want to. And so it fell on him and he didn't take care of her. Um, yes. Which is interesting because the first two didn't fulfill that role and they died for it. Well, first of all, we don't know why he died. The second one did die for it. What's interesting to me is that the Bible highlighted that point in there. They make a lot of things. I don't know. We need to... You know what? Side note, real quick. We need to do the story of Rahab. And then connect it to this. To Tamar and Ruth and Rahab at some point. Because I feel like that would be fascinating. (laughs) Anyways. Um... But yeah, since she was a foreigner, um, she was taken care of by Boaz. He was a close relative. And those are the ones that are mentioned in Matthew. What are your thoughts? Why do you think that is?
0: Well, first off, I want to say it's very interesting because it does tie in um, to Genesis. But I I, th- I think it's interesting that Boaz isn't taking care of Naomi. Did you have that thought when you were first reading this chapter? When I first read the book of Ruth and really understood the law. So, like, I've read this book a couple of times in the first couple of times. I didn't really understand it. I didn't understand the significance. Yeah. I didn't know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, you know, the law. Um, but as you mentioned, it kind of takes, like... Ruth is a generation under, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So it almost seems like Boaz's sons. Which I guess if we do reread it, never mind. I just answered my question because he talks about um, a younger relative that's even closer than he is, and if he agrees to marry her, he'll marry her. If not, Boaz is going to marry her. So I guess I answered it, yeah. but in my in my. <laughs> What was the original question? <laughs> <laughs> that was my little bunny. I trail. I like your little bunny
1: trail. It ran out pretty fast, though.
0: That's all right. Thinking and asking yourself questions is honestly how you learn. Yes, it is. So true. you gotta you gotta be able okay. to answer them. So, so the question, anyways, was,
1: why? Yes, is it interesting that the theme of the kinsman redeemer of the taking care of the brother-in-law that is a huge highlight in the Bible we keep talking about this why do we keep talking about it why is it in I get the foreigner part I get that those three women we're going to narrow we're going to cut Bathsheba out a little bit here but those three women that are explicitly mentioned they are all foreigners I get that part because the Gentiles being grafted in That is a big New Testament concept. But what about the fact that... I don't know about Rahab. Those two were following... I don't think Rahab applies to this one. But the two of them were about the the brother-in-law law. law, The Deuteronomy law. About brother-in-law marrying a widow. What is the significance of that? You think? I have some thoughts. But I want to hear your thoughts. Um, you I go. Mean,
0: first. Are you, you going to connect it? Yeah. Are you going to connect it to sort of the image of the church and Jesus as far as the marriage and unity there?
1: No, I had a different thought, but what's your, go with the church. First. Cause I'm not even, I'm not really sure what I think about it yet. So you go first.
0: No, well, I haven't, I haven't really given it deep thought on why it shows up. Like I know the significance of it. Like, we talked about it before, you know. God brings all this dirt into a lineage that ends perfectly. Yeah, with and He Jesus. cares. It's built on <laughs> um, the backs
1: of widows and foreigners. Yeah, being cared um, for
0: and then being cared so for.
1: I see the importance there. The
0: love of Jesus. Well, I guess I've never, I've never really thought about your question because so really we are widows. On
1: <gasps> I think I just figured it out. I just I think right I here. did, honestly. Right now. Okay, so well, I'm trying to figure out how to put this into words. Um okay, so the law the law of Moses. The law of Moses Yeah. So yeah, okay, okay, okay. So when you break the law, it is death. Yeah, all right. I figured it out. Okay. So, this talks about this in the New Testament, and I think this is what it's connecting to a little bit. So, it talks about in order for us to have a new life in Christ, we have to die first. Well, when we are married to our old self, to our old sin, um, married to the law, which law is death, before Jesus, we're married to something else. married to the world in... We have to die to that. But I guess then we wouldn't be the widow. Okay. Are we dying? Someone had to die. We're widowed. Okay. I think... Okay. I, you understand, I understand where I'm going with this. I understand where, where, where you're I trying like to come from. I feel like it does from. work.
0: I think... I, I think you're reading into it a little too much, but I do understand, so... What you're trying to say is basically, um... Jesus
1: died so that we could I, be I think, remarried. I, yeah. No, no, hang, Christ. On, hang on, Have you heard that analogy before? I've heard it by so many pastors, and I can't explain it as well as them. But it's a thing, I promise you. And that Jesus died, that we may be remarried to him.
0: I think that one day that you will learn. No, okay, so I see where you're going with it. I don't think that's it. And... There is a
1: significance to it, though. No, no,
0: I see. Yeah, no, I see where you're going with it. So, uh, essentially what you're saying is the old marriage is between us and the law, um, and Jesus essentially puts that old marriage to death and kind of... That that that's what you're going for, but I'm not I don't sure if know. I it's, was
1: right there. Okay, it's no, no, a while. No. So it was who is the yeah.
0: person that
1: was told to marry? So Israel left God. I don't know. It's
0: fine. It's all right. It's all right. It's alright. Do you have another thought? I, th- I think you read a little too much no, into no, that no, one. No, no, no. I,
1: okay. I, I, I enjoyed hearing
0: you. There is no, I see where a you're way connects. From, but. Do
1: you know the story of the prophet of the one that marries um, the prostitute and he gets cheated on, but God told him to do it so that he knew what he felt like with Israel leaving him and whoring after other gods. Which prophet is that? If I saw his name, I would know it. Hosea, maybe. Nope. Hosea, deathbed prophet. No. Nope. Micah, Nahum, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Ezekiel. It's a fantastic Habakkuk. Malachi. It's not Micah. Is it Micah? Habakkuk. Um, I may day the Lord. Micah's before
0: Habakkuk. Zechariah. After after Habakkuk.
1: Ready, very thing. Ancestors Micah. Poor, warned of impending doom. Nahum, when Jonah preached the repentance on the streets. That's not right. Joel Hosea. A wife of whoredom. Yes. yes. Yes, 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 It's a Hosea. Unfortunately, with the prosperity came moral decay, and Israel forsook God to worship idols. So God instructed Hosea to marry a wife of whoredom, whose unfaithfulness to her husband would serve as an example of Israel's unfaithfulness to God. Hosea then explained God's complaint against Israel and warned of the punishment that would come unless the people returned to the Lord and remained faithful to him. The book shows the depth of God's love for his people, a love that tolerates no rivals. We hoard after after other gods. Jesus died to take our place because we should have been the ones to die, and then He took care of us in a way. Ah, eh, it kind of works. It doesn't really, though, but it, it it it's there, kind of. Not really, but.
0: Well, at the end of the day, he He is is. like our guardian redeemer. That's true.
1: And so I think it does kind of relate a little bit. I think it's significant. And you viewers, this might be a little confusing, this very genuine conversation of trying to figure this point out. Maybe you have some thoughts. Maybe you know exactly (laughs) why this part is significant. We didn't do our homework because I just realized that this is a repeating theme, and repeating themes are always important. This is important and i'm not quite sure why yet but next episode you know when we get to it we're going to have figured it out and it's going to be awesome and you will learn it so we got it all right moving on cody <laughs>
0: <laughs> so in other words we get into our <laughs> we get into our bunny trails and we this is how we find questions and things to talk about is we find things like this um, and it comes through repetition and reading the Bible and really connecting it together, how it's supposed to be connected together. And you ask yourself questions like this and you see if it works. Um, And
1: this is also, you know, you learn about the big themes of the Bible too, is that you, you just look up and realize, Oh my gosh, we've talked about this. Like almost every episode. Why is that? Mm -hmm. Why have we been talking about this theme so much? And I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Obviously, you didn't either. So we are a little caught off guard. But that's okay.
0: I I honestly didn't know where you were going to go with it. I you thought know, I knew, I, but I, I couldn't. I was, I was interested. It was a Me question either. I've never thought about. But so. we'll
1: see. Maybe we can do yeah, an I episode like on moment. Rahab and then see where we go from there. We do a... The three women of the genealogy episode. And then... We can have all those questions answered. That would be pretty interesting. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we could do that next week. I don't know. Okay.
0: Um, but, yep. Yeah, uh, just bringing us back in. I mean, just hopping, a, hopping off that bunny trail. Oh, great. Onto This one. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Um, really, I'm going to rope it back in. Um, that's why it's important to ask yourself questions, though. Because, honestly, as I said earlier in the podcast... I didn't understand Ruth until I really started getting into the law. And until I understood, um, that verse Deuteronomy 25, five, like it's that right there, Deuteronomy 25, five. If you do not know that verse, you do not understand the big picture of Ruth. Um, that's why it's important to read. And that's why we really wanted to take, uh, the book of Ruth and tie it into our previous messages that we've done. Um, because it wait. does, it ties in with so many of our previous episodes so well. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And... So the answer is right in front of us. That's why oh, there it is. It's because it, it's truth, it's God's providential care for his people, boom, easy solved that's what it is that's why that's why that theme is go. important and hammered down so much because it shows God's care for his people, um the least of these the widowed, and that's the type of people he cares for, and that's the type of people that Jesus really talked about, and that's the type of people that the kingdom of God is based around, and that's the type of people that God got. Died for so that he could rope them in. So therefore, Jesus. That's how it connects. Yes, that makes sense, right?
0: Way to go, Tim. I hope our I hope our audience is I know, just I giving it you out. the uh, <laughs> the cheering it you deserve sense. right now. <laughs> the gears are turning. It is.
1: It tonight. is. Yeah. Do you? Did you realize that just now, or did you already know that? And I'm just silly. Probably the second one.
0: Um, I've, <laughs> yeah, I've kind of been watching you like run around in circles. You, you kind normally of normally very your, prepared. Uh, and,
1: yeah, it, it's been a busy week. Well
0: no, I, I was. I still wouldn't say you're not prepared. I don't. I don't think you meant Good to get point. this deep into this question, but you went from your. Your long and very detailed answer, um, to kind of the short basic one that mm, makes good point sense.
1: don't waste need a long detailed answer. That's, that's you, the the story.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't get to. You didn't get. You didn't. You didn't read in too much. So, thank right. you. We're All glad right. to have let's, you back. Tim. Let's let's <laughs> polish
1: this one off. All right. How where are we at right now? Let's reorient. I think we figured. Yeah.
0: Well, we've connected it to the genealogy of Matthew, we've connected it to um Judah and Tamar, we've connected it to Deuteronomy, um, which is basically like probably yeah. half the episodes that we've done so far. Um you know, I don't I don't see how this necessarily connects to uh Joshua or how it connects to Leviticus one. Yeah. Um, well Joshua 7 and Leviticus 1 so that I think we we've can. connected it to all the previous episodes Um yeah that we can and we hit off on that um, I'm glad that you remembered
1: I a did. bunch of
0: it Tim and I'm glad that you asked yourself new questions we week. also have an idea <laughs> for a new episode
1: that um, should hopefully come down the pipeline at some point So there you go Women of the Bible we could have our series on it so no, there you go. That would be it. I don't think my one. wife would do it, though. <laughs> mm, okay. She'd
0: do it. Anyways,
1: so. She probably would. <laughs> Christina actually. would talk um, around. <laughs> oh. All right, Cody, take it away. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, take it away.
0: Take it away. All right. Tim's been very busy yeah. lately. He's gotten a new job um, and all that good stuff. So I'll take it away. <laughs> all right. Point. So essentially what we did here with Ruth is we connected it to our previous weeks, as we said, um, a very shallow overview of the book, but we really wanted to tie in the main theme with our previous weeks. And I think we I think we learned that. Um, this is really about god bringing us in to his picture his family um and making us a part about that now there's a whole bunch of um applications oh, that you yeah. can get from ruth um by reading it a little deeper and we will that'll be ruth on a episode. different episode yeah. we'll yeah we will do a ruth episode we'll hit on that um and yeah that's what we've got for the chapter of ruth this week we hope we didn't confuse you guys we expected this to be a really short episode it's really long because we went bunny trailing so um (laughs) we're sorry if we bunny trailed too much um but we hope yeah we hope you learned a lot through us babbling and us asking each other questions um that was really kind of the main point because we want you guys to remember we want you guys to know we remember um and it was just yeah it was just a good overview um, and we really chose to have this at a spot um yep. you know we've got easter coming up just around the corner so for everybody yep happy easter um remember it for what it is and not it's not about the easter bunny um we hope you know that <laughs> uh but we've got some pretty cool things happening with the uncharted scriptures and we'll probably have like a little mini episode coming out uh displaying all that cuz this is going too long um, but one of the main things that Tim and I kind of talked about is um, we might be taking a break here soon to record a bunch of our episodes yep. and then put those out into seasons um, weekly at a scheduled time. We understand our episodes yes. have been on scheduled time as of late, um, but we're both really busy. We both work full-time jobs. Um, we're both, you know, Tim got uh-huh. done with school. Wouldn't you get done with school like a year ago? And I'm just now getting back into school because my wife's getting out of school. Anyways, a very challenging time. So uh, uh. our scheduling's been a little kind of back and yeah, a little off, back and forth. And what we plan to do with the seasons is we plan to fix that problem and record a bunch of our episodes uh, beforehand and then release those on a weekly schedule. Um, that'll help us stay focused. That'll help keep you guys very um, entertained with it and, and following on a on a good note. And yeah. hopefully we can do a lot of other Once we get it started, with too, the ball rolling, um, then we won't we have can... the
1: breaks. Then it will just be a continuous stream. Yeah. But in yeah. order for that to happen, we have to build up some episodes. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and hopefully, with that too, we can really um, get you guys involved um, as far as having you guys answer questions and having us answer that, you know, maybe near the end of our podcast. Just a bunch of cool stuff that we want to do to bring you guys in. Um, We appreciate everybody that's been listening. And yeah, yeah, that's what we have coming up. Um, So, you have anything to add to that?
1: Um, So, back to this episode, this current episode. I don't have anything to add on the front of our new stuff exciting, our new exciting stuff coming forward. You hit it all. That was awesome. But about this episode, it was a little over the place and it was very conversational. But I think the whole point of this podcast as a whole is to show the type of conversations is to, I mean, I guess it's to be a template for the audiences listening as this is a way you can talk about difficult parts of scriptures or parts of things you don't understand and um try to understand it with people and also encourage you to talk about it with other people that's the whole point of this podcast i guess that's uh the positive thing about this episode What i'm trying to say
0: well i think that's a good way to end it um Thank you for joining us this week for Ruth. As I said before, have a happy Easter. Hopefully hopefully you're getting around, you know, with family. Yeah, I know it's been hard with the COVID stuff, but hopefully people are seeing uh, at least uh. a little bit more family now. And if you're not, um, you know, I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. And we'll definitely well, you know, it is it's hard. I know people that, that aren't, but uh we'll definitely keep the whole COVID thing in prayer and other than that, just remember, you know, remember yep. what Jesus did for you. So, all right, sweet. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next.